So I'm, I have one passage here that it's just like, uh, it's when it's when Hall and Burton are going through, uh, and Hall and Burton end up becoming like really big parts of the climax of the of the of the book. Where uh, it says the second decontamination procedure was similar to the first. Hall's yellow clothing, though he had worn it just an hour, was incinerated. Isn't that rather wasteful? Yeah, he asked Burton. Burton shrugged. It's paper. Paper? That that cloth? Burton shook his head. Not cloth. Paper. New process. So blah, blah, blah. They're just going into immersion pools. All, all this stuff happened, like all these like super carcinogenic like programs. Where I'm like, oh, you guys are going to like get horrible cancer by like 63. Like you just in your head, you knowing all these. And I, I yeah. bet Crichton had that, which unfortunately that's how he died. But like mm. there's all these, uh, you know, long blindness from exposure, long wave radiation. There's these AI like robots that ask you about your vaccinations. Oh, yeah. All the this chemical bath that burns uh, off the outer oh, layer of skin. Oh, like so oh, scary. <laughs> it's so scary. And it's like this like really demented, like Willy Wonka chocolate factory, like ascending, yeah. uh, like ascending <laughs> into that. Like it's like this really like with like literally nothing cool at the end of it, basically. And then um, so they finally get to level five and they have to take a uh a suppository <laughs> it's like we've done everything they're like we've done everything but your gi track dude like it could be infected <laughs> it's just like it's so good like it's just it's just like it's so good and all that just to like you know his his Crichton has an interesting view on like scientists. I think he can think they're a little too big for their britches, but also mm-hmm. he thinks that they are beat to a pulp before they can even start work, which happens yeah. a lot of times. Like, you know, it's like one of those things, like picture you have a long commute to work. Like I know people that commute like two hours to work every day and then work for 12. And it's like, dude, that commute is like already like working, you know, <laughs> and then yeah. they just, they're not sharp. They want naps during the middle of the day and all this stuff. And I can't blame them. And I just love the labored explanation of the, yeah. of the of getting to wildfire. Exactly. It's like that bureaucratic red tape. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also, I mean, I think that's kind of a theme through the novel is this sense of like ex- useless expenditure. Like they send out the scoop, the seven scoop satellites for what, for what yeah. fucking reason? Literally it's the nothing. same shit as the bio labs in Ukraine. Like why, why are we putting, why are we investing uh-huh. in this? Like it's literally the same kind of conceit. So I think it's kind of brilliant how he makes this kind of critique of like, um, and it's not really a political critique. It's just kind of a moral or kind mm-hmm. of economic one. It's just like, wh- why do we have to spend all this useless money? And I think the whole wildfire lab, what did he say? Costs like $90 million. Oh it's yeah. Completely useless fucking, um, you know, thing that, you know, and, and by the end, I mean, not to jump ahead too much, but spoilers don't matter as we've established. No, they don't. No, they by don't. the end, yeah. it's like the nuclear uh, self-destructive device that they have installed at wildfire is going to be the thing that's going to spread the virus beyond any contamination mm. or any um, uh, uh, kind of uh, possible like idea of how, because um, as it says by the end, like it doesn't, it reproduces by this pure kind of uh, uh, expenditure of energy and it takes an energy and just like, uh, so the, the actual self-destruct mechanism of the lab is going to be the thing, ironically, that <laughs> yeah. would spread it if it hadn't been stopped, right? So it's just this irony after irony of like they're putting all of these little bureaucratic measures in place only for like God or the virus <laughs> to um, yeah. trump them uh, time and time again. So I think that was really funny, kind of as a thread throughout the book. 
Oh, easily. And spheres yeah. the exact same way. I mean, it's like you have you have all these like self-destruct things on the submarine. And then after a while, you realize like, oh, we're the ones manifesting everything. Therefore, we're also manifesting our own destruction. And right. then and then and then leave. And I love that. And since you brought up the self-destruct mode, I mean, it's I'd say arguably one of the coolest, most Crichton like things that you can ever put in a book is the is a thing like the odd man hypothesis, which you only get from him. You only get that. I don't know if that's real or not. I've never even fact checked it if that's like some real hypothesis, but I'm just going to go ahead and say that's where I learned it. That's who Mm -hmm. started it. Um, And it's very funny because Dr. Mark Hall is the is the odd man. Everybody else's pamphlet has a page on on uh, this 270 plus page, just dossier of just dense, like, here's what you're doing at this lab that you've been summoned to at the middle of the night, stopping your parties for it. See you later. We're picking you up. And Mark Hall, who is the odd man has that page gone. And it says like, it's got that like bureaucratic edit. Like this page has been edited. (laughs) By the way, I I listened, re-listen. I've read this book like last year. So I Mm. I re-listened to the audio book do not listen to the audiobook and it's not the guy's fault except for a couple things it's just reading the charts on an oh, audiobook yeah. it's like yeah. it makes you want to have like just a, a straight up seizure when it's like comma this comma comma and comma that you're like oh my lord and uh and like you know something something hematoma levels blah, blah, blah. you're like oh no no, no. This, it, the charts are so beautiful and i yeah. love in the movie how they literally just cut and paste the charts on yeah, the computer. them on screen that's it's such a good idea don't yeah. overcomplicate it it's like just put the, the thing on there it's so good yeah. and uh so <laughs> um the odd man hypothesis ends up being basically if shit goes down you want a guy with no anchors to other than his own life to the world to be right. able to to decide whether they should blow up the lab or not. Somebody with a right. wife, somebody with kids isn't going to have that. And then he goes into this huge like clinical trial of how they found the odd man hypothesis. It's just, it's so brilliant. Yeah. Um, the statistics, like the group index of effectiveness, they have married males, <laughs> married females, single females, single males. Like there's this whole sense of like, okay, who's the alpha, right? Who's the alpha single males 0.824 alpha single men, right? That's the kind yes. of thing. <laughs> just no connections, like oh, completely untethered. So funny. It's so funny. I mean, it's just like, like I could see somebody reading this like in earnest and just being like, oh my God, like, holy shit. But it's like, it's, you're meant to laugh at it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, an alpha beta index. It's yeah. literally an alpha beta index. Thank you. <laughs> just scientific, I would say. You just listened to a preview of one of our premium episodes. And to get access to the full thing, you got to be a paid subscriber to the Rare Candy Substack. That's rarecandy.substack.com. It's only $5 a month or $55 for the whole year. You get one month free if you do the whole year. You get access to premium Rare Candy episodes, my podcast, The Glenn Word, and whatever the hell else we want to charge people for. Uh, again, that's rarecandy.substack.com. Thanks again.